Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning on this bright and sunny Saturday morning. That's right. I said bright and sunny. Now, you might not think it's bright and sunny, but inside me, there's nothing but sunlight. And let me tell you why. Rising today with this wonderful overcast fog and rain. That's right. It's drizzling at the coast, as it has been the last few days. I got up about five. I was out in the woods by six. Up the hill, full mile straight up, heart rate up at about 160, good 40, 45 minutes, sweat good, took the bike down, got in the car, went to the ocean, oh man, on a cloudy, cold morning. If you're healthy enough to hit the ocean, first you got to study the water. I asked some of the water guys there. The water guys are the guys at the ocean in the morning that are going to surf or board or whatever they're going to do. And they stand there for about half an hour and they just study the currents because they got to know what's going on. And they always have a certain look on their face. So I know who they are. And I'll ask them what's cooking, what's going on. It's a beautiful moment. Well, I am not a kayaker or a surfer. I just go in the water, you know, good old fashioned, go to the beach, go in the water. It's low tide. We've got that southern swell in the one that comes in the summer. I don't like the beach in the summer. I don't like the way the waves break and the rest of it. And we'll leave that out. But it's very low tide. So I go out by the rocks and I grab on to the rocks. And of course... Mr. Seal pops his head up. The seal, the seal that you're not supposed to pet and don't pet seals, stay away from them. But he's, he's hunting. You know, he's eating the crabs and the rocks. I don't think he's going to go after me. They don't unless you go after them and I won't. But I tell you the story because what I'm doing, bathing in the telluric currents, is staring at the green grass that grows out of the rocks. Now, this is not the sea kelp. This is the sea grass. It's a special color green on the West Coast. And in conjunction with the blue and the turquoise, which there's less of, of course, when it's overcast, but just enough, you can feel your brain sucking this in. It feeds your brain. I like it most when there's sun, which there wasn't. But I can tell you this. It starts to feel like it's sunny inside my brain. It gets lit. Now, 
Today's show is about cancer. Because the lie is that your faulty genetics causes cancer. Now, I haven't suffered in academic programs listening to their stupidity for 25, 30 years without a reason. I suffered it because when they lay their lie on, like cancer's genetic, I know exactly where they're lying. Or I know exactly where they've been misinformed. Or I know exactly where they're just saying what they've been told to say in the chain of command, which if you follow to the top is nothing more than Satan. Well, maybe I don't mean Satan. Maybe I do mean Satan. Maybe it's just an industrialist that runs the pharmaceutical industries that's interested in a standard of care to put you on drugs or to cut you or to make you understand that there's nothing you can do to prevent cancer or do anything once you have cancer. It's a lie. And what they tell you is that cancer is a mutation or a failure to repair mutations during cell replication so that cell replication is no longer controlled. It becomes uncontrolled. A tumor is an uncontrolled derivative of a bunch of cells that were not supposed to replicate but decided to, or were supposed to replicate at a certain rate where they start and stop, but they don't stop. And what oncology, oncologists, what the AMA, what the FDA, what Pharmaco has you convinced, and thus you're being sucker punched, is that the causes that drive these mutations are just fickle. It's bad genes. It's just unfortunate stuff. And that once it happens, well, it's your inheritance and you got the bad genes and you're on your way to whatever you're on your way to. Drugs, surgery, early death, late death, suffering, however you want to term it. Now, I want you to understand something. If you get really into the biophysics, the quantum mechanics, the real what we call energetics, and I don't mean that in the foo-foo sense. I don't mean it in the sort of holistic, loose terms. I mean the energetics, the delta G, the Gibbs free energy. The Does the reaction go forward or backward, or is it at equilibrium? Le Chantier, whose name I always maul because I can't stand French. I can't take that language for some reason. So pardon me, Le Chantier, if I just ruined uh, the pronunciation on that. But the physical chemistry of what's behind a mutation in a gene. In other words, oncogenes, which are genes that flip a switch on to start to create an uncontrolled cell replication pattern, oncogene or tumor suppressor genes. The chemistry of that really involves endotherm, exotherm, delta G, Gibbs free energy, and all sorts of stuff you don't have to understand, but what you do have to understand is what I did this morning flips the switch in the right direction. Now, I just said a whole show's worth in five minutes. 
And what you have to understand is we're flipping gene switches in the wrong direction all the time. If you get down and dirty with people you care about, good Americans, from the time they get up to the time they go to bed, they're not having mornings like the ones I just described. Because they're, well, they've got, I'm going to just call it bad habits. I don't want to go off on a rant about what I could say about it. I just want to say they are bad habits that we may have gotten away with up till now. But I think at this point, since one out of two people get cancer, I think this is way out of control. So these bad habits don't allow those types of experiences like the one I just described. And so what happens is the genes flip. They mutate into the wrong position. If the switch is on, it should be off. If the switch is off, it should be on. Everything gets caca backwards. Now, there it is in a nutshell. How much more scientific do we have to get out of it? I like to get scientific. On June 5th, I'm doing a seminar on how to prevent cancer. I'm doing a seminar on smart moves if you've got it. People keep telling me, don't talk about if people got it. That's depressing. Just talk about how to prevent it. And of course, that may be good advice on some level. But you see... If you don't understand cancer, you can't prevent it. That's what, if you really understand how to help people, you realize. You've got to talk about what cancer is to understand how to prevent it. One thing you have to understand is delta G, exothermic, endothermic reactions, how activation energies or terrains change the direction of the equation, and how all life smiled upon by God Almighty, tends to put the direction of flow in a more stable position. Much to those who misunderstand the law of entropy, which says that the universe is moving towards chaos. Well, it depends on how you define your system, those of you with some background in science that want to argue with me. Do yourself a favor, don't. Because I've studied enough science for enough years to understand how the day we decided that the good Lord doesn't have the final say on which way the equation goes was the day we became beasts. And we're doing a good job of it. We're complicating things that should be simple. And then, of course taking complicated things and not even looking at it because we've decided that knowledge is just data acquisition instead of the depth of understanding, the depth, depth of understanding and data acquisition are not the same thing. It's kind of spooky when people say, I got cancer and based on my research, and they're doing nothing more than data acquisition on Google. I think this is the right protocol for me. Wow. Sorry. Again, people say, he sounds a little bit brash. 
no, I'm not brash. I'm just trying to call it out, man, so you have a better ride. So understand this. Understand that when they say cancer's genetic, it's really not genetic, it's metabolic. Cancer and the equations that flip the genes on to grow the tumors. If your equation's moving in that direction, you're putting energy into the environment around those genes and making it easier for them to flip in the direction you don't want them to direct, to go. So it may favor the wrong direction. You may change the terrain so that the equation favors not the place you want it to favor. And then vice versa. Once the equation's moving in the direction you don't want it to because you put an environment around it that's not healthy, well, you might flip it the other way if you change the environment. But here's the point. When you study the delta G on this, the energetics of this, and I mean biochemically, the physical chemistry behind it, you got to put a lot of energy into something once you have the mess that you call a tumor. That's why prevention is so much better. You could put a certain amount of energy to keep the equation in the right direction. But once it's in the wrong direction, you got to put a lot more energy in to flip it the other way. And honestly, there's mathematics behind that. And the mathematics of physical chemistry will bear this true. But if you just want to use your common sense, listen to grandma. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Isn't that amazing? Grandma was right. Isn't that amazing? Common sense really should be your lighthouse. Your guiding light should be your common sense, your clinical gut. And people say, oh, yeah, I, I like that one. That makes me happy because I don't have to study anything and I'll just use my common sense. I got common sense. I'm sorry, man. The agenda is to take your common sense away. And the first way we take your common sense away is we put you in shock. We flip your autonomic nervous system upside down. We get you so stressed, you don't even know you're so stressed. You have no common sense. You can't tell left from right, up from down, or in from out. I know. I'm the doctor. I sit here and look at people coming in. It's pretty bad. So I like to use science, don't you, to temper my common sense, which I've lost because there's so much crazy stress. Now, remember, this show is recorded. It'll be up on the website, straighttalk.cc. You should listen to it again and again. My show's conceptual. My seminar on June 5th is also conceptual. I tie it together to tell you what to do. And it may sound a lot closer to the way I started the show when I tell you what to do. <clears throat> but nonetheless, <clears throat> I love the concepts. Data is supposed to come together to create a concept. 
You don't get concepts on Google. <clears throat> you don't get concepts on YouTube. You don't get concepts unless you get concepts. Concepts are the product of studying the facts, observing. Then you tie together concepts. Then you go see if those concepts work. Then you go back to the drawing board when they don't. Then you reel out new concepts. That's how you create a lifestyle that keeps you healthy for you. That's what I try to do with people, specific to the person. And boy, <clears throat> is that a calling. That's a whopper. That is a whopper. I've been doing this 30 years. It was a lot easier 10 years ago. It was even easier 20 years ago. It was even easier 30 years ago. Now, wow. You better be staring at the seagrass a couple of hours a week. That's my advice. And don't expect studies to back me up. Unless Dr. Fauci wants to throw me a big bone and I'll do a study. But then you have to pay me more than my salary for a year to prove what I'm saying. Well, Dr. Fauci's not going to bother. Neither is the local oncology team. So you're just going to have to use your common sense. You're going to have to know truth. It's kind of tough to do when you're in shock, which they're doing a great job of keeping you in. I don't know who figured out this whole scene, but he was pretty dark. He laid down a script second to none. We live in interesting times, don't we? So cancer is terrain-oriented. It's not genetic. It's metabolic. When we say it's genetic, it's because we can isolate the genes that are part of a sequence, a cascade of events that produce uncontrolled cell growth. So keep those genes on and off the way they're supposed to be, depending on which gene it is. You want an oncogene off and you want a tumor suppressor gene on. At the seminar, you're going to learn a lot about this. You have to learn a lot about this to prevent it and then to do something if you have it. Not to mention, at the seminar, you're going to get all sorts of tricks. Because sometimes it takes a little time to change the terrain. After all, it costs you 60 or 70 years to get cancer. It doesn't go away in three months. You may have to work hard for a year or two, or three, or five. That's why prevention's so much easier, because prevention's just about being healthy. But if you're thinking you're healthy, come to my seminar and find out if you're healthy. That's the thing. We're always doing the cliff note version, and we can't. We're always thinking one thing. You know... Diet is something I have a lot of fun with with people because so many people think they're eating, right? And if you really get down there with them, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you really eyeball them, boy, 
are they missing it? All under the ages of, I eat healthy. Yeah, sure. Whole Foods. I go to Whole Foods. Eat the veggies. Yeah. Cut down on the meats. Yeah. Everybody's got their wrap on this, and it's almost like it's so important you can't afford to even consider the fact that you haven't got a clue. It's just about healthy lifestyles. Healthy lifestyles really feel good. The transition to health is not hard. What's hard is breaking the habit. And the difference between the pain of breaking a habit and focusing on the joy of the transition, that is the art form. And sometimes you do need a coaching. So cancer, cancer prevention. Don't buy the nonsense about its genetics. Yeah, your lineage may have it. What you're getting from your lineage is not the bad genetic deck. You're getting bad lifestyle. Your father smoked, you smoke. Your father worried, you worry. Your father was violent, you tend to be violent. Your father was passive-aggressive, you tend to be. Your father liked his sugar, you love your sugar. Your father did this, he trained you to do that. That's more the way you should think of it. Because in the end, when you look at the checklist of health, all you're doing is changing bad habits. But when you put that to work, you can see you have patterns, patterns that are in your DNA. If your family's spent, your lineage is spent 10,000 years or 5,000 years running from the enemy and looking for food, it may be why you can't control your appetite. If you internalize emotion, if you make bad choices, you have a lineage of people behind you that were doing the same thing. What we call a bad habit's in the DNA. So in a sense, we are in the genes. There's a mind bender. But you see, in the end, you have the power. And that's the thing about mutagenicity. The idea that the gene is coded a certain way, and there's absolutely no way to change it. Well, you don't understand genetics if you think that. Yeah, if you're BRCA1 or BRCA2 and you have a congenital mutation, a DNA sequence that's not the way it's supposed to be, you have a problem. But most mutations are not inherited. Most mutations evolve because the environment's off. That's what they don't tell you. That field's called epigenetics. When we say cancer is a metabolic disease, we mean it's epigenetic. It's not from congenital mutation. When Angelina Jolie did her thing there because she had BRCA1 and BRCA2, she did her amputations because she didn't want to get cancer. BRCA is something you're born with. The vast majority of mutations that create cancer. You know, the ones your oncologist says? You acquired through bad lifestyle. It's called epigenetics. You need help, you got the number, they'll give it to you later. But June 5th, it's 150 bucks. I'm going to record it. You'll get your recording after we edit it. Call, I still have room. I want to bring it to about 60. That's enough. And learn, spend the time.
All right, guys, you have a great week. Go stare at the green grass. Bye-bye. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.